0: Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Tuesday, July 14th. I'm Nyla Budu, and here's how we're making you smarter today. There is actually something most Americans agree on. We're not ready to send kids back to school this fall. And it's the summer of Mars. Three different missions are planned to the planet this month. But first, the international students stuck between America and China is today's one big thing. Yesterday, 17 states in the District of Columbia sued the Trump administration over a new policy about foreign students that would kick them out of the U.S. This puts students from China in a particularly tough spot. One out of three international students in the U.S. are from China. And now these Chinese students are not just at risk of losing their visas, but those from Hong Kong are at a special risk of being arrested upon their return.
1: It was really scary and even heartbreaking
0: for some students. Bethany Allen-Abrahemian is our China reporter. She recently spoke to two students who were caught in the middle of the Chinese and American governments.
1: I talked to one student who didn't want to give their name, who had been worried for months about U.S.-China relations and how that might affect Chinese student visas. I always have had this fear that everything could fall apart at any second. And then on one day, it just seemed like it all did. It all happened. Like the worst case scenario happened. My worst nightmare came true.
0: Bethany, you and I talked last week about Hong Kong and the new security laws. And I wanted to ask you specifically now, in light of that, what does it mean for Hong Kong students if they have to go back to China?
1: I think it could be risky for them and I hope that the administration, if this rule change is implemented, that they will take that into account because when Hong Kong students started the school year last year, Hong Kong was relatively free. They didn't think that if they were in the US and they organized an event about the Hong Kong protests that they would necessarily be arrested if they were to go back to Hong Kong. So they they knew that they could organize relatively freely in the US. However, the national security law in Hong Kong now explicitly makes it illegal to organize or advocate for the pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong, no matter where you are. So if they're forced to go back to Hong Kong, their safety and their well-being could be at risk.
0: The students you talk to, how do they feel about their future in the U.S.?
1: When I talked to them, it was Harvard and MIT that were already suing the Trump administration to try to prevent this rule change. You know, now as of yesterday, there's 17 states and the District of Columbia that are also suing the Trump administration. I know my
2: schools and professors won't leave me alone. I know they will find ways to speak
1: out for me. Just knowing that those universities were pushing back at this in a big way made a huge difference for them emotionally, knowing that they hadn't been forgotten and that people were going to be fighting for them.
0: Bethany allen abrahamian is our China reporter. We'll be back in 15 seconds with our new poll that shows Americans finally agree on something. Kids shouldn't be in school this fall. Welcome back to Axios Today. Axios Insider is a sneak peek into our newsroom. Margaret Talev is our White House and politics editor, and she's the woman behind our Ipsos polls, and she's got a big one for us today. Good morning, Margaret.
3: Good morning, Nyla.
0: Hey, so Margaret, our exclusive Axios-Ipsos poll asked how many Americans think it's risky to send children back to school in the fall. And these numbers are really surprising in how much they seem to agree.
3: It really is. There's so few areas of partisan agreement on anything anymore. But anyone who's a parent in America today has some inkling of what this feels like. And what we found is that 7 out of 10 Americans, 7 out of 10, think it is either a large risk or at least a moderate risk to send your kid back to school. Even Republicans now, a majority, say they believe it would be a large or moderate risk.
0: And then there's a huge racial divide here as well.
3: I didn't see this one coming at all. Black Americans, 9 out of 10, 89 percent, say they think it will be a large or moderate risk. And that compares with only 64 percent of white parents in the U.S.
0: What are you hearing from the Ipsos folks about what this means for President Trump, and especially as we're thinking about re-election campaigning.
3: The risk here is that this is a wedge issue inside the Republican Party. It will not unite Republicans, at least right now. And when we talked to Cliff Young, the president of Ipsos U.S. Public Affairs, he said there's real political risks, not just for President Trump, but for the Republican Party.
0: Margaret Taleb is our White House and politics editor. Thanks, Margaret, for all of this information. Lots for people to talk about today. You have a good day. Thanks, Isla. Stay safe. Every two years, the planets literally align to create an optimal window for travel to Mars. That's right. It all has to do with orbital dynamics. Miriam Kramer is a space reporter for Axios. She's based in Nashville
2: basically the planets are aligned in such a way that these missions can make it to Mars, you know, in about six months, which is not true all of the time. So that's sort of why you see this burst of Mars missions all launching this month.
0: Three different countries, the U.S., China, and the United Arab Emirates, have planned launches to Mars this month. And if both the UAE and China reach their destinations, it'll be the first successful Mars mission for both countries. The UAE probe, called HOPE, is scheduled to launch this afternoon. HOPE's plan is to examine the Martian atmosphere, but the UAE is also hoping to highlight the Middle East's past of scientific advancement and its future.
2: This region has been known for innovation for its very long history, so... They see it as a way of having scientists from all over come and be trained by the UAE and for having their youth really deeply involved in the space mission. It's inspirational.
0: China's also set to launch its Mars mission on July 23rd, but it's much more secretive and we don't know many details. The U.S. plans to launch a rover on July 30th, hopefully taking one more step towards sending humans to the planet.
2: So the plan for Perseverance, which is the rover's name, is that it's actually going to hunt for signs of past life on Mars. The really cool thing that Perseverance is going to be doing is actually taking samples of rocks and caching them to eventually be taken back to Earth by a mission about 10 years from now. Most people don't think that they can really make it until at least the mid 2030s, if not a little bit later. But these missions are definitely paving the way for future crewed missions, human missions to
0: Mars. The big picture is the success of all three missions are a huge step forward for scientific and technological innovation. But in the middle of the pandemic, these missions are also providing a sense of wonder inspiration, and an escape for all of us all around the globe.
2: You know, I'm already calling Perseverance Percy. So I think it is this sort of exciting moment when you have all of these missions coming together and, you know, we're all still kind of stuck in our homes. It's nice to be able to look out at something maybe a little bigger than uh, what's just around us.
0: Miriam Kramer is the space reporter for Axios. Before we leave you today, we wanted to tell you the National Hockey League is looking for a little help from fans. The NHL is planning to play to empty arenas in Edmonton and Toronto starting at the end of the month. Season ticket holders are being asked to record cheers that will play inside the stadium during the game. And if you're a Calgary Flames fan, you can sing along to ACDC's TNT. I'm dying For anyone else looking to get in on the fun or let out a little stress, you can submit a 30-second video of yelling, cheering, or booing. that does it for us today you can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or reach out to me on twitter at nyla Boodoo. if you want more news before tomorrow tune into our afternoon podcast recap thanks for listening stay safe and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning